informative, witty, ridiculous, and funny. The Vision View Sports Show. It's another week, another show. I'm with the whole team. Hey, what's up, homies? Yo, yo. Hey. What's good in the hood? My friend, my friend is what's good in the hood. Uh, Just to see what's good in the hood. South African is good in the hood. Enjoying yourselves today. Yes. Yep. Booming. I saw you had a fanboy moment on Instagram yesterday. I'm like, I never see this a lot, but when Tanaka posts with a famous person, you know, it's, it's, you know what, it's what, gone. What, what did you tweet? Tell me, don't sleep. Yes, I I'm like, oh, what, what was that? that? That moment was iconic. I wish uh-huh. you weren't in Afrikaans, but it was iconic still. Um, I I was a bit of a yeah no I've had that picture for a long time now. You were waiting to mm. use it. Yeah, my boy. I've I was never like, seen it. if my boy hits something here, uh-huh. I got this little one in the vault. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then as soon as he was announced as the winner, I took that thing out the vault and I put it online. No, you were three hours late. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I told you where I was though. <laughs> I, I know, you know no. where I was. Uh, uh, I had a terrific weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, cool. So let's talk about it all because, geez, yeah, there's so much to discuss. But we'll start with what happened out in Canada. Um, I think that's a good starting point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is where the day starts. Yeah, yeah, that's where yeah. the day starts. Yeah. And collectively, I was, I was really surprised at how many people got up for that fight. Remember, mm. we were kind of speculating what type of attention will You get. guys misled us with the timing, though. I was up at Yo, five. I was I'm like, over. okay. Chloe said, no, listen. <laughs> so I'm not sticking around for this. <laughs> Call me when the dude starts. <laughs> we were all misled because typically, you, you, you're, we're guessing, right? Um, yeah. It's about the length of the fights. Mm. And I will say this. Uh, on behalf of the UFC and mixed martial arts as a whole, a public apology for that fight card. That was mm. the most dismal fight card yeah. I've seen in a long time. So typically what ends up happening is so the UFC will put like a mega fight card with like yeah. five or six on paper great fights. Mm. And that that card will be like, okay. And the one with like the no-name people that we don't really know is like, oh, wow. That yeah. was five. Yeah. And I almost had a sense that that's what would happen. It just didn't. And... The, the fight before I don't know if you guys saw the the woman fight yeah, before yeah I saw the woman fight mm-hmm. who fought like they were fighting in slow motion man. <laughs> bro I dozed off at some point it was like, just oh, okay. bad and I started doing chores at that point now, where, can I, where can I fix in this house um, it was insane but okay I mean since we know what a UFC our fight card experience like I suppose I want to get your guys perspective from what you saw and before we talk about trickers and obviously that was the moment we're there for but in the main what was the MMA experience? The main fights. No, I mean like outside of the main, whatever fights you saw outside of Drickers, we'll talk about that. Oh, no, no. So uh, what they, was the they waking woke up in the me morning? up on time for Drickers. Oh, you got up on oh, time? Yeah. But what Chloe? was the experience so, too? Yeah? What was it like for you? Like, it's not the first time watching no. UFC. It's just that like I've, I've never been a fan of the sports because of how people actually get hurt. That's why I just don't watch it. Yeah. But um, it was just great to see a familiar face. Mm. I'm not going to delve deep into it right now. But uh, just great to be, you know, South African. I was nervous. But uh, yeah, it was an experience. And I was glad that it was a full arena. Oh, my word. Actually, yeah. broke records. Canada, they broke Canadian records. <laughs> because gate taking, full house, yeah. uh, seven million, I think they made on the really? day, their gate takings and so on. But that was never in doubt, TK. Yeah. Really? There was never a concern about would people go watch the fight. Any UFC events. Headlined by anybody mm. is yeah, well yeah. attended. We don't, I they mean, don't have... you've taken us to to one year in Santon, and yeah. it's no, always that's, that's packed. Yes. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Still MMA. Fans, uh... But you know what I like? Uh, well, what, what I was told, because obviously now you get to learn, because you can't just watch the fight. You need to know like um, the history and stuff. So um, the cousin that I stay with was actually telling me that. Um, 
the story behind how actually how UFC actually markets itself, like in terms of the storylines behind everything on on how they go at each other on social media, and that's what makes it like they sort of bring that that wrestling mm. vibe mm. where you knew that mm. Undertaker and Big yeah, Show, are, you know. So I was sure. like, that's actually so cool. But mm. I guess that's why it's so successful. Yeah, no, I, I think for me overall, so I didn't see everyone else. I just saw the ladies, yeah, because from there I was watching. So I was watching tennis. I was watching the Australian Open and then switched because I'm told still that. On. Yeah, yeah. So I was told, okay, it's it's time. I, I jump on, I see ladies fighting. I'm like, okay, let me see what these ladies are doing. And I was like, I mean, I don't know why Tanaka considers this a sport. Yeah, this no, this does no, not make sense to me right no, now. I was, I was so perplexed. I, I didn't make sense to me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> And you were talking about the most like, damn it. The one day Chloe comes. <laughs> the, the, ladies the, the ladies are the ladies. The ladies are the ladies. Lord have mercy. I promise we've been cooking this whole week. Just today we forgot. Yeah, no, I was hacked for you. But um, I think noise level, you guys are very loud. Um, I'll, I'll give you that because from tennis, you know, it's quiet. Right? Yeah, so now, yeah. Now you switch to this, you're like, ooh, this is a bit too loud. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, I mean, it's a vibe, as, as DK said. It's it's a it's yeah. it's a nice time. Uh, just that when you don't see, you know, somebody getting knocked out, it's just like, mm, why am I watching this? Yeah, fair enough. Ground and pound, buddy. Ground and pound. Like people when they start wrestling, I guess for, for someone who's for someone who's new to the sport, yeah. it can put them off. I love things like to learn. By the way. I yeah, think I blood know, makes me happy. Oh, it's very wicked. <laughs> I went to the AFC with Chloe and yeah. I didn't expect the type of reactions I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most women get squeamish, right? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scary. Yeah, kill him. Scary. So, Chloe. Um, yeah, the, the wrestling is kind of the art that, that people kind of don't understand or appreciate the least, I think. Yeah, it's, out of it's, it's, it takes a while to learn how... Yeah, matches are won that way. Yeah, exactly. Um, and once you, with, mm. with time watching it, then you get to appreciate it the more you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, but for a first-time viewer, it's, it's hard to, yeah. to understand. I think They're hugging. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. Why are they just holding <laughs> each other? Yeah. I, think, I think to TK's initial point, the UFC model of um, how they kind of built what they have is one that a lot of sports can look at and replicate. Because mm. um, the UFC is fairly new. This started mm-hmm. in the 90s, right? It's not like it has the 50 years, the 100 mm. years that boxing has. Um, and all the legends from from back in the day, but even still now they've put themselves as probably the number one combat sport mm. in the world. I think the freedom of speech we've discussed this a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, the freedom of speech in the characters. I mean, if you want to be a prick, you can be a prick today mm. and be nasty or whatever. Mm. Fine, that's like it's just like wrestling. Mm. You want to be the bad guy of the sport, mm. you can be. Yeah. Um, I don't think I saw the Strickland. Uh, pre-match press, uh, press conference where um, the one journalist asked him about um, some gay comments he made some years ago mm-hmm. and he bashes um, this, this journalist for asking him that. Yeah. So firstly, he's looking anti-LGBTQ yes. mm-hmm. um, and then um, on top of that, he then starts bashing the president, Trudeau of Canada because um, he's like he's taking away your freedom of speech and you guys are doing nothing um, he's freezing your bank accounts and you guys are doing nothing you still vote for him and so it's almost like he started a revolution to a point where one guy ran on stage and hugged him mm. a Canadian maybe saying the things they wish they could say mm. but they can't say 
as his fans. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, I thought, wow, Sean Strickland is moving people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's saying things that maybe we wish we could say. Because he, he went on to say, yeah, I mean, to me, a man is a man and a woman's a woman. Don't force your views on me. And many people wish they could say that on their platform. We mm. wish we could say what we really yeah. think in this platform. Yeah. I mean, we have to choose our words carefully, <laughs> you know what I mean, when it comes to all of that. And, yeah, here's a guy who's usually the bad guy saying the things where he's like now the, the Mandela of UFC. Yes, he went on to lose the fight, but for a moment, mm. he really went over a lot of people. I think even going forward, so he's like, yeah. his talk in terms of public perception, because he was the initial like bad, bad guy, boy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, please don't put a mic in your near that guy. And he managed to turn it around this past week. Apparently, mm. he's crazy. Oh, he says It's really like, yo, this guy can really end the whole operation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the UFC has shut down. Like, oh, niggas, but you could tell with his demeanor. I was like, yeah, this one's not normal. This no, one. no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So I saw a tweet and I was like, ooh, I remember we spoke about this. This chick says, uh, you guys are supporting a fighter who on a world stage uh, just perpetuated the farm killing white genocide narrative. I'm sorry, but my patriotism doesn't extend that far. Y'all be safe though. <laughs> Hashtag Jikas. And I'm like, ooh, okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, no, um, we've got yeah, so, views on that. So that did that did come out very mm. quickly after like all the feel good factor of it kind of started to wear off. Uh, and then people were like, but this is the history of it. So Drikas, um, when he came into UFC, was a, a short-notice fighter in um, Abu Dhabi, where mm. the UFC does or had its international events around the COVID time. Mm. Um, of course, this was after COVID, but they still put on good events there. And after he won that fight, his whole kind of cause, because, you know, afterwards, fighters kind of take positions politically or otherwise, mm. uh, if needs be. His whole cause was, let's stop the farm killings in South Africa, um, which was a strange discourse because... It's never been to a point where I feel like we need someone to go on a global stage and appeal for yes. uh, for farmers across South Africa. Mm. Um, but again, for me, it wasn't a surprise because I've, I've always felt, and I've said it here many a times, like the, what what South Africa does Trickers Duplessis represent? Mm. Um, mm. People went as far on Twitter as to kind of break down the numbers, the crime stats through 2022, 23. Yeah. A lot of people made the mistake of thinking he made that comment after this fight. That was after his first fight, I believe, two years ago. Yeah, mm. I believe it was two years ago. Um, and the stats were, I mean, what, for the what, 220 murders reported on a farm, mm. the, the rape cases, uh, assaults, uh, murder cases but, across South Africa, there was just different causes that he could have championed. And also, um, and I'm going to say this just once in passing, um, I know we sport, but when it comes to the farm killings, my uncle owns a farm, yeah. right? His whole family in Bumalanga, I remember I was out there for a while, a few years ago. Um, and it's in the middle of nowhere, and as far as I can see, they own this farm. And uh, about a year before I got there, um, they were broken into and horrible things happened. Mm -hmm. And the whole family was there, mm. right? So then it's reported as farm incident, right? To exactly. a farm killing. Mm -hmm. But now no one breaks down black exactly. rights. Yeah. So now what's happening is as those numbers extend, because now there's more and more black farmers, mm. um, I think sometimes white South Africa forgets because now there's black farmers, black farmers and sure. they like seeing the numbers extend and they don't realize actually it's happening to anyone who's a farmer because you are in the middle of nowhere mm. and you will be a target. It's not about black or white. It's, it's like an opportunist crime. Mm. When can we get in? And are there any witnesses? Can we do what we want and mm. get away? And that's all it is. So. Yeah, so I think that for me also just shows how 
Ignorant. Disconnected, yes. Yeah. Ignorant, disconnected it is from the real South Africa. Because if then you knew all of this, um, if you actually did your research, then you'd know that crime is crime, my nigga. It doesn't have to do whether you're white, you're black. Yeah. I mean, how many things do we have to go yeah. through? And we don't hear saying, oh, because we're black. Mm. Now we're going through. So I, he could have done better. And I think that's the only thing I don't appreciate about our yeah. champion. Like I said, it, it happened initially when he came onto the scene. I haven't heard him talk about it since since that moment um but also uh we can't ignore the fact that now and we kind of made this point or i made the point last week that i want to see what he does next you know what i mean now as south, the african champion south african going to champion, farm to him yeah that's good <laughs> <laughs> really see what he does it's going to be very interesting um so okay the the fight itself actual fight yeah yeah you are uh, first round i was like you are uh, the jab, it's not bro. looking good. Those jabs <laughs> were deep. <laughs> jabs. <laughs> it was hurting me, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, see yeah, jabs yeah. like that in the UFC. Bro. Mixed martial arts and jabs. Mm. That jab was precise. Oh, That felt like something out of a boxing gym. Though. Yeah, but, no, I, I loved And I think for me, I mean, uh, even after the fight, when he was like, Y'all said I wasn't going to last five rounds. Yeah, I said so. Ah, yeah, I yeah. said yeah. <laughs> so. It's not looking good. Yeah, I, so. <laughs> I haven't been to breathing heavily. Yeah. Uh -uh. yeah, I thought it was late. But I, I, I think the, the incorporation, because I heard the commentator say that normally um, the Strickland guy, it's hard to take him down. Mm. So I, I think Drakers did that very well where... You'd see him, you know, attempt to take him down. And then there's a point where he stayed down for a while. Mm -hmm. And then his, his coach was like, no, 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 I need you to get up quicker, man. I need you to get up. So I think that that game plan and taking him down, he mastered it so well. Hence the, the touch of a bit of wrestling into mm -hmm. it. I, I think he incorporated that. So I enjoyed mm -hmm. that part of it in his fight. Mm -hmm. Also, when you listen to the cornerman um, between rounds, Trickers in particular, mm -hmm. where it's like uh, for a minute, um, then I need you to take him down. Yes. After a minute, take him because yeah. he was following mm -hmm. strategy. Mm -hmm. So I was watching to see if he's going to remember this. So he'll box for a bit um, and exchange blows, exchange blows, and they don't only just switch up and go down. down. I'm like, wow, yeah. strategy. Mm -hmm. And that's how they turned it around, actually. Yeah. And then they slowed down with those takedowns. That's, you know, yeah. um, you'll slow down the, 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 the guy who's just striking. He's going to get tired yeah. defending those takedowns. So that's for me the turnaround. But then the fight itself, I found it so difficult to separate who won. It could have gone so either true. way. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I was yeah, like, I, I mean, I don't know here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I couldn't say Strickland. I couldn't say Drickers. If they said Strickland, one, I would have been like, they said Drickers, one, I was like, okay, sure, I accept that. Yeah. So I thought it was so close. And also there was one point separating them. Yes. I think in, yeah. the, in the judges tell you. So, yeah, no, hell of a fight. Hell of a turnaround. For yeah, surprising mm -hmm. that. And, and so you, these guys were not the guys who many people would have thought would be fighting no. the gold mm. no. just on skill sets like yeah. Trickus when he came in I think why he's got such traction behind him is because everybody's kind of like like almost like a clown spinning plates everybody's mm. waiting for him to drop the plates right mm. like this guy shouldn't be here yeah. no. on, on what we're seeing with the eye test technically both of yeah. them both of them yeah Trickus doesn't and Sean aren't like championship material good contenders mm. Good fighters, but none, neither of them feel like they should be they're going to go on a run, yeah, yeah. And, and and be champions for a long time. So that's why the fight was so tricky. But I, I, it was a hairpin that separated them. I'm of the notion, though, um, in combat sport, that you have to take the belt from the champion. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Dana White. Dana White said the same thing. Yeah. You can't you can't beat a champion by close decision. Mm. You know. Oh yeah. You have to, sure it has to be won. definitive. We're not sure. Give me my belt back. Because yeah. you you yeah. try to step up and you really couldn't that show something. Makes sense. Yeah. So typically, my feeling is. 
the champion needs to be decided by a landslide. You know, if, you, if you're going to step up to fight the champion, beat him by a landslide. But I guess patriotism will say uh, the right okay. man won of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The right but man I, won. Um, I think we also, well, I'm, I'm quite impressed by Drake because I also found out that this was his first five uh, round bout. Mm. Uh, he's never done that before. So for him to last, and actually because uh, that that round four was actually mm. strongest, mm. you know, because he was building from round two and three. And to still keep standing, because with, with the fifth round, I was like, because I was told that they're going to go in. Mm-hmm. Ah, but obviously then, yeah, he actually did well. I, I, he's fit, that guy. Yeah, like, right. I didn't think he'd survive the entire... You... But also, Strickland is strong, bro. The way he could stand so quickly with those takedowns. Do you like the blood? <laughs> no, I didn't. But at that time, I appreciated it. Oh, you did now. I, I it, was, it was obstructing him. Right, so I was like, it's here. just get going. <laughs> Let it bleed more. Him. Bleed, <laughs> bleed. Um, I think it was end of round four. I was like, ah, oh, shucks, you know? Because mm. then I was like, they're going to wipe him and then he's going <laughs> to see again and then he's going to beat Drickers. Wow. But then, yeah, that cat was left open, right? Which was good. Good yeah. for us. Very <laughs> good I for us. Disclaimer, <laughs> 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 I'm not so sure. I got to That sound like it. That sound like you got very bad tennis here. What a blessing. But um, maybe you guys could give us more... Um, with regards to what happens after this, because there's um, Israel, Adesanya. Here's that, what I'm saying. Yeah. This is a great time for Israel to come back because we still got that Israel um, drinkers beef on who's African and who's mm. not. Um, <laughs> and, and what I like about that is so many South Africans. Sorry, I mean, so there was Costa commentary. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think there was watch along party somewhere along, along yes, the line. Yes, there was. Did you see the black guys in yeah. the Kuru's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what I want to see is if Izzy comes to the party, are the black guys in the Buddha still going to be hugging? Yeah. And they still want to be like pro drinkers? Because I think they might separate Shania. us South Africans a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, some may stand on the other side of side and say, listen. Mm. Um, and some may stand on the drinker side. And, 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 and Where would you stand? Okay, it's I, I have to say, no, I'll answer it. Okay. I have to say the Adesanya side. Really? I was a little upset with the way Jikas came at that. It came at them about that. Okay. Especially, particularly him. Um, and Francis. I mean, yeah. Um, mm, if you're Francis. born here, you're born here. Mm. Um, then Uti, where you live when you later on in life. But you're born here. It doesn't make you le- any less South African or any less Nigerian. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, I was like, okay, I hear your point. But then could, we can argue then colonialism. Mm. Yeah. And then it's just a long, ugly. So I was like, yeah, well, you've made your point. But... You went a little far. Tanaka, is he a nice guy? I mean, you've spent time with this guy. Mm, like, I'm, I'm hey. trying to read him, and it's, it's hard for me. Anyone has a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what, I, I would like to you. I haven't really spoken to him that much. We just see him hang around when we're at the EFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's friendly with the peeps. He takes pictures of the people. Genuine. Asking, yeah. oh, you're asking me a tough question. No, let's put it this way. I'm going to decide what's genuine from the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told the story once before, and... We're talking EFC then, and the ladies didn't maybe quite take it in then. But they were trickers, and trickers was neither here nor there in their minds. He's someone now. Just tell the experience with uh, the uh, uh, teammate that fought. Oh, yes. And oh, lost, yes. Who and was that Trikas guy? I, I, and, can't, I can't remember. So Trickers and obviously Co are part of CIT, which is a German Pretoria. Mm-hmm. He is the face of CIT, essentially. Um, and then they had one black fight. I can't remember his name. A uh, fight uh, in the co-main events, I believe. 
mm-hmm. at the UFC. Mm-hmm. Trickus and his guys were cornermen, so the guys would give instruction. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and. So you stay with the fighter, yeah, you wouldn't stay, lose. Yeah. So typically, no what will tend to happen is what you guys saw after the fight that the corner team will come in yeah. and yeah. win or lose, right? Yeah. Like console the guy who's lost or whatever. So this guy was having an indifferent performance, um, black guy from CIT. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. Black guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, just before the the third round was up, I think he he decided to call the fight in the uh, in the he hexagon. Quits. So like he he quits mm. in the, like he literally walked away. Like I can't do it anymore. For sure. Um, which obviously for anyone who loves fighting, that's strange. Like you don't quit in in any arena. Mm. Um, you see it through. So disappointing. But immediately after the fight, um, he goes and his head is low. Obviously embarrassed. I'm sure. You know. Um, they announced this other dude's the winner. Tricks and his boys took off the jerseys and they just left. Um, they left him there. Yeah, they oh. left him. So they took off the CIT coach, whatever, took it off and bounced. Now, I guess you can look at it twofold. Disappointed that the guy quit in the in the hex. But also, I'm just like, that has stayed with me. You don't leave, your irrespective of your teammate. Bro, you don't do that. Oh, you can't. Mm-hmm. Bash him in the chest. Yeah, yes, we, we yes. go and we say, dude, that, come on, you know? We don't we do don't, that here. We don't publicly... Make it a, yeah, yeah, like ah, yeah, excommunicate yes, you in public. Him. It was so sad watching that dude. It's a small space, Chloe. You're familiar with it. Mm. Dude, just walking one man into the changing room and no one. I swear it was it was it was weird, and that image just stuck with me. So, I guess that's why I was I was so it was so difficult to get fully on board the Drickers train as it was taking. That story stayed yeah. with me. That's why I'm bringing yeah. it up now. But this is not me accusing him. I mean, that's not a race related thing. That just could no. be the competitive no. personality. Yes. Mm. Um, but it stayed with me that experience, and then of course, you know, and everything else. So, yeah, I don't know how I don't know how genuine he's being, but he seems like a good dude. I, I can't. I he can't doesn't seem like a good dude. To me. That's why yeah, I'm, I'm asking. No, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, I think he he just wants South Africa to love him yes. and like back him and be behind him. Um, and there's nothing wrong. There are people who are anti people, and that's fine. But that's exactly what I sense from him. That. Exactly that. That's who he is. Mm. You can't just switch and be someone else. No, no, that's who you are. So but you know what, DK? This is the point I keep trying to drive home, and I'm not trying to create a wedge or draw racial lines. But when Drickus says South Africa, who is he talking about? That, uh, uh, that's yeah, I've, I've raised, I've raised that I will keep going back to... I've and by the way, I have no issue with Drickus. Yeah. I don't believe yeah. in all these... I, I don't assume he's a racist. I'm not calling him or implying mm-hmm. that. But I just think from his worldview... Right? And his experience is growing up. Yeah. When he says, I'm representing, who the hell is he representing? Because mm. I, I've watched his, to your point about the UFC and how they create narratives and stuff, Countdown came and recorded Drickus hanging around. And it's all very like Afrikaans, white, mm. yes. Pretoria living. Yes. Yes. Exactly what I was you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, it's like mm. that monument there, mm-hmm. whatever is written on the thing mm. in Afrikaans. And that's his experience. So I'm not knocking him for, for his worldview or his experiences, but. That I don't, I can't take it fully when he says oh, South Africa. Uh, I can't connect to him as well. Like I'm like, okay, sure, cool, from South Africa, fair day. But besides that, there's there's no connection between me and him. And I mean, even when we're watching the the fight, I mean, you guys mentioned the language thing. Out here translating for the oak, I'm like, I, I you see this, I, I, it doesn't land well. I mean, you could just ask your team, let's speak English here. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's accommodate everybody. Yeah. Why do we have to translate for them? Mm. So that but didn't sit well. Yes. No, I didn't mind that so much. No, I didn't like it. it I didn't mind well with that man. so much. Mm-mm. Really? Mm, it was just uh, and that guy was translating so slowly like he wasn't sure they were saying he should 
take him down. <laughs> and that translation was suspicious. Yeah. Now. Look, speaking of speaking of uh, translation, did you either of you listen to the um, Tosa Afrikaans no. commentary? No. No. I went there for a bit. It was quite interesting for a little bit okay. yeah. mm-hmm. until I, I clocked. These guys are unaware at what, what's that's going my, on. That was my thing. At any level. Yeah. Yes. So this time, Drake is through a spinning uh, back fist. Mm. Yeah. These boys were confused. They're like, yeah, okay. What's that one now? What did we just <laughs> see? <laughs> and uh, and uh, no offense to um, your vernacular commentary and stuff, but that's why I don't resort to that because I also want to hear your tactical opinion uh, and stuff. You know why? Yeah. Because it, you get educated. Yes, yes, because I want to learn. I can only go to your vernacular and stuff if I really want to laugh. Yeah, mm. But right. even with your cricket, your rugby, I'd be like, English, please. Mm. English, because I want to understand why is this happening, you know? Mm. Um, it's just, yeah, they just colorful. Like, colors. It's really colorful. colorful. Mm. But it's also informative. It's really yeah, informative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. informative. And, and, I, and I, I remember asking you, like, who do you and think I, is going to do it? Because I, I don't know too many dudes no. in that space who are... Well, I was thinking so maybe boxing it? commentators. Uh, it wasn't the one that I know. it's not the same space. Mm-hmm. A takedown. Yeah, uh, can't explain that a boxing You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Jiu-Jitsu mm-hmm. uh, and the different wrestling styles. He can't explain that to you. Mm-hmm. So Has Papita like, tried? I don't no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, he was watching the fight. So I, after I had the podcast with Brad Pitt last week, I kind yeah. of convinced him to watch the fight. He woke up and watched it. And I'm having to answer a thousand questions from repeats as things are happening. Oh, oh he doesn't oh, watch you. No, he absolutely. Oh, yeah, don't you know? Do. There's a big rift between boxing what? purists yeah. and UFC guys. Really? A massive rift. Like, boxing guys can't understand it. So, all the boxing accounts I follow on um, Twitter were all like, yeah, once you're done watching this ball fest, come watch real fights. Oh. Like, Me that's. Too. It's literally no, beef between the two. No, there's beef. always been. You know, that's why Nganu... Mm. Proper beef. Like, when, when he fought Tyson Fury, it was such a thing. Because Tyson Fury was supposed to bury him mm. in boxing. It didn't. And didn't. Strickland was a boxer. No, but he comes across as a boxer. Like, more of a boxer than... Um, yeah, so Rafid was asking a million and one questions as, as the fight was going on about headbutting and all sorts of things. Mm. It was quite an interesting experience for me, personally. Here's, here's, here's the thing... Um, and like I want to get your views on this. So Strickland, when he beat Adam Izzy, mm. we knew that he might hold on for one or two defenses, yeah. but he might get knocked out in his very first defense, which is what happened. Yeah. Well, he didn't get knocked out, but he lost. Um, okay, Drikas, do you see him defending it five times? I don't. Mm-mm. Nah, bro. I don't. Yeah. He, like, he doesn't come across as one of those elite MMA guys. I think it speaks to what you were saying then, Tens, because uh, Tens was saying that you know when it's your time, it's your time. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I get it. Like, it's it's not something that he can be consistent with. You know what, though? He could surprise us. He, he could. And I'm starting to believe more and more in Drickus Duplessis. Like, honestly, I, I when he started, I said, no, this is not going far. He's not the guy. Um, and I don't think a lot of people felt like he was the guy. Um, but now I, I watch him, I'm like, jeez. He keeps doing it. Every time I think, not this one. He does it. Bring Izzy. Bring Izzy. Like, First, bring Izzy, you know, then I might right. come and believe so let's do it like this. Hold on, hold on. I just wanted to quickly, and this is what I was trying to uh, get out. Oh, damn, I've gone somewhere else. Oh, yeah. So, in, in the top 10, mm. and maybe see, this is more of exercise for you, mm. because there may be some unfamiliar names to uh, my homegirls. Kamza, uh, uh, do you think Kamza beats Trickers? Yeah, all day long. Cleans um, the floor with him. Paulo Costa? Yes. Would beat Trickers? Yeah. Jared Cannonier? Good fight. Marvin Vittori. Look. Ooh. You I, see now, Vittori, Vittori's going to get him with the wrestling. Yeah, Jack Romanson. I just think there's, 
There's a lot of winnable fights here. Izzy will be the biggest test. If he can beat Izzy and come over that hill, then it's 50-50 with all these dudes. Even Kamsat. With how he fights. Come with Kamsat. I, I think so. I think it's a 50-50 fight. Look, Kamsat. I, I, I saw Kamsat. <laughs> Kamsat for me is a... Fear factor. We don't know. Look, do you see how he looked versus Usman? It's Usman. Yeah. Did, I, look, I don't it's think... The Usman, I don't think Trick is... is the same as Usman, but I think he's got a lot of things that he brings to the table that could make that a very difficult fight. It's not a formality. No, um, but I don't it's not think, a formality. I don't think you can take Drikas and put him where Usman is. Usman is the greatest of that division yeah, yeah, okay. ever. Okay, wait. What's the what's the worst and stylistic? Beat him. What's the worst stylistic matchup for Drikas Duplessis? Is it a wrestler like Kamzat, or is it a sharpshooter like Izzy? Because I don't think a wrestler with his size. So okay, uh, you guys are familiar with weight cuts, right? Mm. So Drikas, as you can see, is quite a big guy. Yeah. He, he's he's so he was fighting at what? What's one eighty five, right? One eighty five. One eighty five. One eighty five. That's the good weight. He he probably weighs. I'm sorry, we're talking in pound right now. I know it's not our system, but he probably walks around at two twenty, right? Um, what's that in in kilograms? It's a hundred and something, mm-hmm. right? And he cuts down to eighty something to fight. So he has got, he's got a size advantage there, which makes it not so easy to wrestle a guy that size. He's bigger than Paolo, He's bigger than Kamzat, for sure. So how much does Kamzat weight? No, Kamzat is in the same division, but he probably doesn't cut as much weight. Mm. So, you know, the but weight cut is... This a, guy is... He's a, yeah, he's a wrestler of notes. I just... See, I think the Kamza. best style against Rick is a sharpshooter, mate. I think if, we'll if Izzy loses... That's why I want, that's why I want we'll Izzy there, because Izzy is a sharpshooter one... Hell of a defense for wrestling, for, for takedowns. Yeah. If you don't loses, just take Izzy down. So, true. for me, is and plus, Izzy, this is the fight, man. Yeah. This is the fight. That's the best fight we want now because of the drama behind the scenes. It's like, you know when it's set up nicely? Mm. Oh, no, his mom um, slept with his yeah. father and their families yeah, have beef. Those stories and, 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 yeah, this is a nice setup behind the scenes. There's no more sellable fight right now mm. in the UFC. Any division. But if he beats Izzy, Izzy, if he and beats Izzy he can go on for a time. If he beats Izzy, he's got my respect. If he beats Izzy, I'll, I'll, I'll step all up and be like... 50-50 dudes. Uh, yeah. Izzy's the only guy who I think is 60-40 right now, V-Drickers. Who's 64? For Izzy. Okay. It's 60-40 for Izzy. It's not overwhelming that he can beat the dude. It's no, it's 60-40. No, no, no. no. It's, not, it's, not, it's not... And Izzy's not the same Izzy as five yeah, years ago. yeah. You know, so, so 60 40, but these other guys 50 50 clean, and maybe even I'm saying 55 45. Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Would be that close. Come short. 52. <laughs> I mean, come short. That is right. ANC numbers right now. Bro. How much you say we need? Yo, okay, so two last things for me before we uh, move. Um, did you guys see the, the celebration after? I only saw this on Graham Cartmill's Instagram. Graham Cartmill is the. Uh, matchmaker at the EFC, the EFC vice yeah. president almost. We've spoken to him. We times. spoke to him, yeah. Great, great dude to talk to about the EFC. Um, and he posted the like after party, mm-hmm. and as the Drickers is being paraded around, mm-hmm. they're playing Mo Bamba. You guys know Mo Bamba? Mm-mm. No, what's that? Yeah, I thought that was name. quite quite what's a strong, a straight. So he's a basketball player, but the song is um yeah no yeah this um is, I, so the, the why it's surprising is the, the lyric is the big lyric is I've got females, H word. Mm-hmm. Um, Calling a young N-word's phone. <laughs> like, the N-word is repeated like seven or eight <laughs> times. I, and I just, I sat thinking to myself, who chose this song 
for this for moment. the drinkers <laughs> celebration. Do you know what I mean? Like as it's like at its peak, and Graham Cartman, all of them are there, and I'm looking for someone to slip their lips. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just drops the N word a little bit in there <laughs> because Drinkers' brother was really going. He was really vibing with it. He's like, yeah, you know. Um, so that was a song, uh, a strange uh, song choice. But anyway, I'd hoped we would speak to Graham. He was in Canada. I wasn't aware of his travel plans. Um, but I also now want to know what this does for the EFC. Because now they have a guy in Drikis who is mm. extremely close to the UFC, mm. right? I wonder how many doors this now opens for South African, mm, African yeah. fighters fighting in EFC to now go abroad. Because now there's a belief that the EFC is creating dudes yeah. who can not only be competitive, but world champions. But do we have those kind of people oh, yeah. who are closer no. to Oh, close. Yeah, in SA. In terms of what he's... Because, yeah, who the can doors do what can he's open, done? but are yeah. there enough people? Maybe no, they no, need the, the opportunity. The, look, the, the dudes are there. Again, why Drikus' achievement is so outstanding is because it shouldn't have happened. Like, it mm. shouldn't have happened now. We, we don't have the, the, the facilities. These dudes aren't earning enough money to be fully professional. Mm. It's what you guys know about netball and what we talk about with uh, women's soccer in this country. So, there's a lot of barriers. Mm. But in terms of just raw talent... Absolutely. absolutely. And you know, what I like is... Okay, what Drikus has done is great, like you say. For everybody else, it's great. But when you look at everybody else, some of the best guys in the EFC are from, like, Buma TRC mm. um, and all over the continent... And they're proper, proper, proper. They could be like a point where we have... Because uh, some of them, I think, are proper fighters. They just don't have the opportunity to go yeah, fight at mm-hmm. the stage and to train there. So if you take them and you put them in that space, I think you could have a guy from the DRC doing some crazy shit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, know? you should see the physiques on those guys. You can mm-hmm. see yeah. athletically and otherwise, it's all there. And they were like child mm-hmm. soldiers, possibly, you know, yeah. so they, they know their thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, all of that. So, yeah. Right, so, so now Drake, sorry. Drake. Yeah, Drake is a curse. Seven hundred thousand. No, Drake is a curse. Drake is a Wait, curse. Whoever Drake, if Drake is bets for, on you, it's over it's for you. Over. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's Drake curse. Yeah. No, Drake bets on you. You're about to lose. Everyone was like, ah, Drake is gonna lose. Drake bet on him, and it happened. So they were like, the Drake curse, curse continues, and. Yeah, Drake, if he bets on you, whatever it is, battle rap, whatever. Bruh, football, anything. Whoever is on that, yo. Yeah, no, you just hate it. Quick one. I want to find out. Remember when Tans told us about that guy with the rock? All cute story. Yeah, Tim, he's fighting soon. So the dude from Zimbabwe, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the rock, Dwayne Johnson, bought a house for yeah, in, yeah. in Miami. Ironically, Nomeva, mm-hmm. uh, who fought boxing recently, was, I think, living with him in that house. Is I'm like, it? hey, jeez. Oh, nice. The rock don't know what he's done for us. Nice. Giving us all residents. <laughs> We all have residents now here in Miami. <laughs> Me and all my homeboys are parking here in Miami. Oh, we saying, Tim. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's going to fight soon. I think, interestingly for him, similar things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is wondering how good he is, really, including myself. Yeah. Um, obviously, now he's had the opportunity to go train in America with the, the, the best gyms, where Colby Covington is, actually. Mm. Um, so we want to see. I really want to see, because... This is the thing about the fighting business. Is like, I feel like everyone is waiting for you to lose. I guess that's sports in general, right? Yeah. So they can be like, oh, he wasn't really that good. So the, the narrative will quickly switch from, oh, the rock bottom house to why is the rock by that guy house? Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, so we wait and see, but he's fighting either Feb or March. He's going to fight, massive fight, because all the pressure's on him now, because that's how he's going to be built up, right? Mm. As, oh, he has the guy who the rock bought a house for. I mean, that's hard. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and as you said, DK, the UFC is so much about narratives, they're going to lean into that. Mm. Because it did so much in terms of his numbers personally, mm. and then he went and started digging boreholes in Zimmerfit as well, and yeah. all this great stuff he was able to do. So I think they will really lean into it. 
And we wait and see if he can rise uh, above the pressure. He's also another one who I thought skill-wise wasn't there or isn't at that level. Mm-mm-mm. But I said that about Trickis and I was wrong. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to be wrong again in yeah, this yeah. scenario. Like I'm, nice punch in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to take that punch. All right, so that's uh, UFC. What, what number is that? 297? Um, yeah, I think it was 297. 297. That's UFC 297. Very interesting to see when he arrives, what reception he gets and... What uh, media run he goes on? Yeah, what kind yeah. of media run he goes on? There's a lot. There's a lot. So, are you going to the airport? You know, I'm thinking mm. about it. Really? Okay. I'm actually. Th- He's go- gonna go. I want to go to the airport <laughs> to see. Mm. I want to go see for myself. I don't yet know when he's arriving. Has anybody heard? No. no. You would know. Yeah, know. <laughs> he's still having Honestly. dinner there with his bruises. Oh, it's not looking good. Oh, no. I wouldn't be able to have dinner with him. No, no. Oh, but, 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 DK, huh? you would be able to have dinner with him when you realize my man just clocked like six million rand, right? No, <laughs> like, that changes like that. things. Oh, okay. change anything? Would you eat with Coco? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she, she wins money. She's no, not moved. No, she's not moved. not moved by six million. <laughs> so just lastly, I know I said lastly before, but the, the money, right? For people who are wondering, Mobile and Lovu Cash and Sport kind of did a breakdown mm. of what the numbers look like, and we we will never really know because these things aren't public information. Mm. Um, but we only assume that he got somewhere near seven hundred thousand guaranteed Million. after seven hundred thousand dollars. I'm putting it in dollars. Oh yes, in dollars, yeah. Um, because you got three fifty base, your base, and yeah. then you get three fifty again if you win. Then you got fifty k for the bonus, yeah, and, and whatever dollars incentive. $35,000. I don't know where that incentive figure came from. <laughs> they got fight, from. fight yeah, of the night. Yeah, what is the incentive for? I don't know where that incentive figure came from. Because they got fight of the night as well, which is yeah, 50000 like So yeah. he's, just from what we can guarantee, or what we probably know is actually true, is somewhere near $750,000. So that's no, apparently no, no, no. that's the same. I, I don't connect with my guy. I don't connect with the guy. You connect for $7 million. Nah, bro. <laughs> no, I'm finding a connection. I'm I mean, off the table. I'm in Hatfield. I'm in Hatfield. I at the point, have you all the time? Everybody, wait, 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 Half an hour MMA and they were here the whole time and engaged. <laughs> I was waiting for this. Let's move on, guys. Tell you what, yeah. Drickus297, we just shared our thoughts. You want to check it out for podcasts and also for stream on Vision View TV. Before we get into this next conversation, I feel like it's only right. As DK gathers his help. It's only right for DK to have a microphone. Yeah. Just as no, she's used to lapel mics. So rather than having to hold the mic. She's used to lip mics, they think. She's commentating as well. Oh. So that's, that's multi talented as well. Tell us more. You're kicking me. My pads. That was, that was intentional. No, but you guys need to separate it. <laughs> yeah, I'll go back. You know, and I let her put up my leg over mine and second the goal. You yeah, know, but I wasn't kicking you. I touched you. No, you kicked me. Let's move on. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever been swallowed? <laughs> swallowed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swallowed home. Have you ever gone through a season of great swallowing? <laughs> and you enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, see, we have done. I've done what I can. Take it off from there. It's the never-ending story of South African football, man. You guys ever seen that movie? The never-ending story. No. no. This movie with this big dog. Like, I guess it was in the 80s. Though. Yeah, yeah it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but it was a kiddies movie, but a dope movie that, like, part one, two, three, four, the never-ending story, hence, you know? And that's Morocco's Follows. Um, what? November? Was it when we first discussed them? Or yeah. was it before December? Um, payment issues. Um, and then boycotting matches. Um, and then we got in training matches. Um, some players in December then go off, well, one player in particular, to go play in <laughs> the games. <laughs> and we thought he was going to be in trouble. <laughs> right? And the uh, chairman had said, Guti, they're going to take action against him. Well, the plot has thickened. Um, 22 players. 22. Now, I looked up earlier, they uh, have. Uh, Registered, I think, 33 players at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. 22 have been let go by Swallows. Mm. That's and not a full team. That's close that's to the left. full team. Maybe they'll get guys no, from the... No, that's left. That's left. What, we're looking at about 11 or so? But they'll, they'll yeah. probably have more from the development and so on. But um, here's the thing. Um, the Some of the reasons are some of them had three lawyers or three people representing them in the DC hearings. Uh, the players' union, including two other sets of representatives and so on, and the club is just not hearing any, I think, um, reasoning when it comes to why these players miss training and thus also miss matches and put mm. the club into disrepute. Mm. So they're just letting these 22 players go. But it's not just 22, Jay, like, let's say, um, squad players. Yeah. These are major hitters. For sure. Which then puts into question... Firstly, the NetBank Cup, which is coming up on the other side of the AFCON, mm-hmm. and they're saying they'll be ready for the mm-hmm. NetBank Cup, but the rest of the season for Morocco Swallows. Um, what I think, and this is just me looking at it at face value, when you look at the list of names of who has been let go, firstly, their waste bill then drops considerably. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Considerably. So if they get um, youngsters coming through, they'll be paying... Five thousand, yeah. ten thousand. Yeah. You know, I don't fees. like exploitation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Low fees as opposed to hundred and fifty thousand for some of these mm. players or, or eighty thousand or sixty depending on the contract. So what they've done is lower the wage bill considerably. We're talking maybe eighty percent of the wage bill might be for me. And this is me just speculating. Um, might have it might have changed if it was three million now it should be like maybe eight hundred thousand. Yeah, facts. I mean, so, you know? some, some of these names are some real big names. They're huge names. Obviously, Daniel Ekpe, probably one of the bigger names yep. on the list. Yep. Um, Look, he's on Supersport now. Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah getting the bag for not during the AFCON. I didn't even know that was him. Hey? As well. If they didn't strap him. Because uh-huh. I've never seen him, like, in besides sportswear with athleisure. I was just like, oh, he, he looks like... He looked very clean. Like, I love it. I, I called Scalpa, I'm like, yo, but I didn't looks. know you... You dress up like hey. that. Hey, dog. I'm always wearing boots. Where, where must I wear this? You, bro. I know he looks no, they good. Look good. Who's couple? Daniel Akpe. Uh, Kennedy Mweni. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Your friend is on that show. Which which show? The Sports Wives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She was Sports Wives. Think about that. Uh, it, because it's just ridiculous. Ratchet TV. Yeah, it's Ratchet yeah. TV. So I just watch it to laugh. Yeah, we were. 
Sorry. Sorry, Tans. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was looking at the list of, of players. I wasn't yeah, yeah. any grander points. Daniel Lepay. We said that no, Daniel Lepay. There's Bongani Sam. What ever happened to him? Yeah. Bro, Remember, he was one of the bright young yeah. things there on the left, then went to Pirates. Yeah, 26 years old. The original tuck in there before Charlulile was doing it. Mm. And, and then here's, here's the interesting thing now when you just want to consider. He's, Daniel Lepay, for instance, his market value as per transfer market now is at 100k. Uh, this is in euros. Mm. So you can imagine what that is in rands, right? Mm. Uh, Sam is another you mentioned. His market value is at 300k mm. in euros. So you can imagine what that is in rands. Mm. So also then try and estimate how much they're getting mm. based on that. Sam would be a high earner mm. then at Swallows. Yeah. As well. you, you, you know, like, I'm sitting and I'm like, okay, sure, I get the wage bill dropping. That's great. But doing people dirty like this can't be right, guys. Like... Like, I understand, yes, they're in financial turmoil, but somebody also needs to help them accountable. You can't say, yeah, guys, why are you not showing up? You know why we're not showing up? And then you fire us. We haven't been paid, yeah. Hey, and yeah. that's true, guys. Do you know, like, like as a human being, Bruh. imagine still going to work, hey, we're going to pay you, we're going to pay. There's no ways you're going to be motivated and go. Dog, no. Do you know, yes. my thing about, about everything that's happened here is, um, when this project started at the start of the season, Remember they made the big announcement with the coach coming in? Mm-hmm. Um, and we really thought, okay, gee, Swallows are going to crack on, right? Like they've, they've really taken a look at their situation. Mm-hmm. They've brought in some key players as well. Um, and they're going to go and do great things this season. But at that point, was there no someone doing accounts to say, we really can't finance all of this? Like, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think um, Thingy's on? I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Compella. For example, no, but you think this, the thing with Crazy Steve, nah, yeah, no, but but besides, no, 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 but besides the the money, so because Steve doesn't need the money, that's the biggest thing with Steve. So he can say no, you can give me whatever it is that you can afford because he's not desperate for money. I disagree. No, he's not. This guy Steve. just came from the land of plenty. You think he's going to take a whatever you can afford deal? Doug, I why would he leave Sunday and take a whatever you can afford deal? No, because now you get to call the shots. That's why I feel Steve moved. It's because now you get to actually be in charge of something. Because mm. when you love something, you want to be able to control that. At Sundowns, he had no control because now there's just too many of them. So now when you go out, literally, even if you speak to the Sundowns players, that's the only reason that they give you. That the man just wanted to coach. They had nothing to do with the money. Nothing. I'm shocked. Why I'm are you shocked? shocked? It's Steve Compella. No, yeah. but... But, but I would assume... Okay, Steve, I'll tell you what. Um, having spoken to guys when you were still coaching Free State Stars a long time ago, mm. um, and I was close to the Free State Stars guys, the sons of the owner, uh, he wasn't earning low money there. Mm. And this was a team... Maybe battling lower half of the table Mm. um, and maybe doing well in the cup once in a long while. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was, but they were paying him. I remember when he left, um, they were a bit disgruntled for this reason because they were like, you know, I'm going to pay that guy. You know, when they're having drinks, things come out. Mm. And jeepers, when they mentioned the numbers, you're like, jeez, for a long time. It's a long time ago. It's a lot. How much was it? It's a lot. It's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. It's no, nah, I mean, but I'm telling them are my friends still. I've no, but we, we, we don't, we don't know. Estimates. Yeah, no. I do. Estimates. Yeah, don't that's... give us the exact amount. Over 100. No, that's not then, bad. Then. But I'm talking, it could be two. It could mm. be. Mm. But that's then, Chloe. And that yeah, was then. 
and we're I talking like 10 years ago. Steve strikes what? me as a know your word type of guy. I, I yeah, and then him. from there, look at his trajectory. He's also done Bafana. Mm. He's done Chiefs. Mm. From Chiefs. And now he's taking 20,000 dollars. This, this is a project. You go to Swallows oh, knowing exactly that they come don't on. have money. He doesn't go there for money. When you know they've been struggling with money for years. There's no way you're going to go there and say, yeah, yeah, I, I, I need lots of money. My question then is, was Banyaza Lusufu the one keeping them afloat? Because they didn't have these problems when you were still the owner. Hmm. They, they don't really break it down like that, but that's the assumption amongst Yeah, people. because they, they were fine. There were no issues, no nothing. Now that he... No, nah, but there were issues. When you were still them. Since money they came issues. back. Okay, well, it's, yeah, maybe not. Because then when, when, when he said he parted ways... Mm. Not as extent. Mm. 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 When he parted ways, only then these things started unfolding. So Maybe that's why he left. It was a lot. I, <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, let's say the guy that owned the Celtic when Steve was there, mm. and they went through the same things, and he ended up paying the groundsman and mm. doing all of these extra things. Um, he was also a guy that was um, getting tenders, bought a Bentley, so whenever he drives through Plum, people stop and clap mm. over the hood, uh, mm. and so on and so on. And you need the to assumption, see Steve Compella's car the, collection. You'll change your mind. Or bike collection. Um, <laughs> yeah. The assumption what, is, like, what did I change my mind about? <laughs> about him going to Swallows for money. What, when I see his car, what, why, why would I change my mind? <laughs> when I see his car no, collection. No, I think she's saying when you see how many, well... How many cars and what cars that he doesn't need money. That's what I'm trying... Those things have to be financed. <laughs> this is why I believe Steve went for money. When uh, if you have ah, lots of cars, you financing yeah. those cars. Oh, they Come paid on, cash. It's cash, guys. But also, let's not forget this guy played in Turkey for a long time. <laughs> Bruh. Then, wait, 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 wait. This is yeah, that money You've seen finished. the story that money, happen before. That money would have finished in Turkey, right? From mm. his playing days. But then after that, he still stayed in Turkey as a TV presenter speaking Turkish <laughs> <laughs> on Turkish TV. So Steve is, is a smart dude. No, don't yeah, get me wrong. You know, it's, it's yeah. very smart dude. So he made all that money. I don't want to pocket watch. He's, he's What's paid for and what's not? But haven't we seen the South African narrative in football time and time again? Not with this guy. Like guys mm-hmm. in them who have things, and then when the when the no, stuff is no, the money, yeah, 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 that's why I'm making an example. Guys, to all I'm trying to say, is, I am um, also him and Shoes Mushu are the two guys that went overseas um, and came back and did incredible things quietly. Yes. Remember we we, uh, we interviewed uh, Shoes as uh, um, I think X. Or lover, or, yes, or yes, good friend, yes, or yes. and she was telling us about the things Shoes had done, so yeah. foundations. But like I, I'd heard rumors about what Steve, uh, what Shoes did with his money, and it was crazy, man. Like the things he invested in. But you know what's quietly. painful, Tan? So more I money, think more Steve, problems, Steve is off that oak, where he's more not money, your average player. Came back and put a club yes, and another yes, money. Yes. Yeah. By the way, I think he's extremely intelligent. Mm. He is. But I also think more money, more problems. No, the thing is, mm. um, so you mentioned Naboto. The sad thing, and it's reality, that you find there are players um, who like buy these things cash. Like, I, I know. Um, there's a friend of mine, bought a house cash, mm. all the cars cash. Mm. But now, it's now that you stop playing, it's the maintenance. Mm, it's got maintain. Maintenance that actually gets to them. Because, that's what, that's yes, the they pay off. But how are you paying for rates and levies every month? That's the point you're how you, how, how are you paying for petrol every month? You know? So it's just that. And then you'll say, yeah, but what happened to them? And it's not what happened. You need consistent income in order for you to keep those things. And I don't... Th- I just... Look. Okay, it's I'm not saying that's Steve's problem. Right, so, I don't so, think that's Steve's so problem. So then, okay, if, 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 if Chloe's position is to be believed that Steve went there for, for piss all, right? And for passion. That's, that's what he's saying. No, no, no. It's just like passion and project. <laughs> yeah. You went there for project and yeah. then passion. Yes. Not he looks pennies. like a project. Okay. Yes. Then, oh, are we also... Wait, wait, wait. He's from the hood. Where's he from? 
Soweto. I'm not sure. Do you guys? I know he's married. He's married in Gulfcom or in the Free State, but I'm not sure where he's from. And you know, like for a guy who's really well to do, like like as uncomfortable, like more than comfortable. When you hear some of the stories of what he does when he goes home, on the wife's side, he's a really cool person, Steve. Really? You know? I believe that whole like the most humble person in the world. You know, <laughs> like some of the stuff he does with his in-laws, according to rumor in my in my in my parts of the world. Like, really down-to-earth person. Okay, fair enough. We're trying to make a case on whether or not Steve Campbell is getting paid. <laughs> no, no, no. Now we're talking forget. about how nice he is. No, forget, forget I, getting paid. All I, okay, what I want to ask then is... Because my initial point here was Swallows at the start of the season did what a lot of teams with ambition in this league do, is put the cart before the, before the horse, mm. right? They went out, flooded their team with quality name players. I don't suppose... Daniel Akpe was also being charitable when he signed for Swallows. No. Mm-hmm. I don't suppose Jali's also being charitable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't suppose he's also... Player, passion, still there, right? No, players, no, no, no. Players, I, I, don't, I don't suppose Gabardino Mang was doing it for Compella, passion. Steve Compella and players, it's too, you can't yeah. compare but no, the no, two. But the point I was trying to make, the overarching point wasn't about individuals. Mm. It was about the fact that Swallows did this to themselves. When they started the season, looked at it and said, all right, we're going to go get all these big-name players and coach whatever he's on. Mm. And no one sat back and said, how are we going to afford all of this? Mine is dead all sponsorships. It's the kind of, and we've seen this narrative happen time and time again. And particularly with Swallows, when it came back, there was a sense of getting Swallows back to, you know, mm. being that real competitive team in Soweto again and, yeah. and, and, and a household. But you can't do it this way. Mm-mm. Sometimes you have to accept the fact that financially, otherwise the playing field is very different. Mm. Listen, I agree with you in mm. the player department. And I think stick to that. Don't, don't put the players also, and, and the coach. No, no, no. Let me finish. Don't put them in the same sentence because now that's completely different. They're not fighting for the same thing and it's different level. So the likes of Daniel, of course, they need the money. Because <laughs> they're still um, figuring out what to do after football. Um, your likes of Andy Jali. Andy Jali needs game time because Lee and I just went to Sundowns and things just fell apart. So it's, it's completely different. We are all here for different reasons. Mm. We are not here for the same reasons. You might look at Vision View and be like, Yo, but why are those guys at Vision View? What, what are they doing there? But we have our reasons and we can't now bucket that and say, yeah, there's an umbrella for everybody. The same reason applies. It's not like that. And I absolutely agree with you, Chloe. Look, we're making, we're talking about something different. <laughs> Steve individually and whether or not he's on big money or not. Well, I will say, this is my last point, retort. What I will say is, if Steve is really there for project, then he leaves now. That's, that's where I'm if going. He, if Steve stays, then you know he's getting paid. Because there is no project left at Swallows. They've just that's, got rid of 22 that's, players. That's where and I'm probably going. more. That's where I'm going. But you know, with where they are now, that's the point I was trying to make now a second ago. Uh, I, I wonder whether Steve is going to come back and, and carry on with this project. Mm. But what do you come back to? That's a thing. Because... Mm, Yes, a project, when you see at the beginning, okay, cool, yeah, they're getting players, it's great, it's looking promising, it looks like the owners actually want to mm. do something. You're going to want to try that. And then now, when you see that, I, no, 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 this is not what I signed up for. This is not what it looked like when they sold it to me. You're going to have to change your mind. And there's nothing wrong with changing your mind. It's not because you are not passionate about the project, but you can see that these people are sinking the ship. No, but with signing for any club as a coach... You sign for the project. You hear it a lot. Oh, when they presented the project to me, it looked like something I wanted to be a part of. Yeah. Or yeah. some of the major players. Yeah, it's sellable, yeah. Like the project, I wanted to be a part of it and grow this club and move in this direction. Mm. That word is used a lot, project. Mm. Especially amongst coaches when they sign for clubs. Um, yeah, I agree fully with Chloe. Like when I looked at Swallows at the start of the season, I was like, hmm, there's intent there. Mm. You know? 
um, who they were signing and Capatino Mangos, which is like, yeah, there's intent to battle and, yes. and, and make things interesting like Amazon. Mm. You know, there's intent there. But whether they handle it in the right um, mm. um, way or not, then it's up to them. Then they get Steve and you're like, hmm. Mm, yeah, maybe takes. if they let him run this yeah. project um, and just back off and just let him do whatever he wants, they could actually compete. Maybe mm. get to where Penny did with Amazon mm. before um, the, the, they parted ways. But now it's like, okay, what, what project is it? There's no players. And my thing is, because um, personally, I don't know Steve as a person like um, or, or how he thinks, but as an individual, would you want to put your... Like, would you want to... Um, What's the word? Um, She's fetching for a big word right now. No, I'm not trying to use the big word. That's why. <laughs> but um, like your reputation is on the line here, right? Mm. So do you want to associate yourself with what's going on at Swallows as a Steve Compeller? Let me let me answer the question for you. Like it's actually a very great question you just asked. Thank you. The Amazulu and Swallows got relegated in the same season. Mm. Um, a few years ago, then they both came back in different ways. Um, but they both came back now. It's not the same Swallows, not quite the same Amazulu, but Amazulu and Swallows are back, mm. right? And Craig Rusty was uh, in charge, I think, of Swallows or Amazulu, one of the two. Um, Fanny Matida was in charge of the other one. Mm. And they will forever be remembered as the guys that got Amazulu and Swallows relegated that season. Mm. Where are they mm. now? <laughs> Who knows what no they're way. doing? <laughs> Because it was Amazul, great club, one of the oldest in South Africa. Swallows, great club. And I remember just speaking amongst people in football circles and hanging around um, former football players, especially their age. They were like, hey, we'll find him King in. He can't be the guy to relegate. And I, mm. I called him and I feel bad for him. Mm. He's the guy who's known now because mm. he coached both that season. Yeah. To have mm. uh, gotten these sides relegated and so on and so on. Craig Rusty, same thing. Mm. Um, where you got these clubs, or you contributed to these clubs being relegated. And funny enough, I asked the same questions. Where are they now? Because mm. the football fraternity was just feeling sorry for them. Which, you just didn't want to be that guy. And again, in this case, as Steve, you might not want to be that guy. Mm. I got rid of Swallows. Mm. Or Swallows went down on your watch. Mm, yeah. Never mind what's happening in the, in the background. Mm. You know, so... Also, I care they say BC Check is coming in, so he's, he's not guy. worried. He's What's the F-Con Check? The F-Con Check is coming in. He'll still deal with Salos and Fed. I agree. I agree. <laughs> if Steve didn't love money, why did he take the Sundowns job? No, sometimes it's about the passion also. What passion? He wanted to coach. That's what I'm saying no. if, he, if he didn't love he money, why did job? he agree to become fourth fiddle at Mamlodi Sundowns? For what? He just loves the facilities. No, <laughs> he man. just loves the just facilities. Just wants to be around him. Like, Why did he take the job? Because no one was going to give him credit for winning anything. But listen, as we haven't done. Okay, who's, who's had co-coaches? And, and yes, the money is, is a factor, sure. But for sundowns, when you say, okay, Peter just left. There's a gap. Uh-huh. What can you guys do with it? Uh-huh. And then you do the co-coaching thing. And I remember it was even like a big hoo-ha. Why the co-coaching? Mm. All these coaches can be, you know, capable coaches in their own club. Mm. They don't have to put them together. It was a big thing. They tried it out. Didn't work. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. You tried Steve it. He wasn't even day. a co-coach. His, his title was very senior different. Coach. Yeah, it was senior, senior coach. coach. And the players loved him. The players loved him. Well, you can't not love Steve. I'm telling you guys. And the contribution that he brought to Mamladi Sundowns, 
He's got great energy. You can't not love Steve. I'm telling you this. We yeah, all agree. We all love Steve. And we all spend, I don't we don't I don't know personally, DK, you make Chloe, you know him the most. I don't know see what relationship is with man. I just think there was money involved. And I and I and I No, there is money involved. That's where they made the mistake. But I'm saying to you, if Steve was getting lots of money at Free State Stars. Free state stars mm. in Kwakwa. Mm. You know, Kwakwa. <laughs> you know, in Bethlehem. You know, <laughs> if he was getting a lot of dosh there, yeah. he's getting a lot of dosh as well. But that's how, many, how much so money did he get at Kaiser the Chiefs then? Kaiser Chiefs? Hmm? How much did Kaiser Chiefs pay him? A lot. Uh, a lot, yeah. A lot. How much is a lot? Uh, no, uh, Chloe. A lot. A lot. For a <laughs> you think I just get him in 20,000? <laughs> no, Chloe, it's not 20,000. It's a lot. What the coaches make and Steve the players is, make is not the same. Steve is top five coach in South Africa, right? I guess you could say so, yeah. And yeah, also popularity. He's, he's exactly. Uh, he's a big name. When he speaks in the post-match, everyone Guys, listens. don't forget. Don't forget. Gavin Hunt took a job at Chipper United. Mm-hmm. Let that give you a lay of the land in terms of what we're dealing with here. This Chipper United were a revolving door. He knew exactly what he was walking into. Why did he make that choice? He knew if they get rid of him, he's he going to make his money. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are operating on a money incentive. Even che- no, we, Gavin... Gavin Gavin changed completely from the Gavin that won three titles yeah. at Super Sport. Again, passion project. Not that he wasn't getting paid, mm-hmm. but it was about passion. He won the leagues. And, and then when he left Super Sport, it was a different Gavin, from mm-hmm. what I understand, where he was like, listen, now I put Gavin first. There I put Super Sport first. I put the board first, whatever they wanted. I took the little they gave me and I made something out of it. Mm-hmm. If I wanted this player, they gave me this player. I made something out of it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't always agree, but I was always, put, always putting myself on the mm-hmm. back foot. For sure. Now Gavin comes first. Yeah. And from what I understand, then his contract at Vids was completely different. Mm-hmm. But woo, mm-hmm. like whatever mm-hmm. came in, mm-hmm. um, percentage of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, yeah. um, if you come second and the winning's there, apparently, this is the talk. So. I could be wrong here, but percentage thereof. And his business acumen changed completely as a coach where Gavin came first. Yeah, but you know, I, I get why. I mean, and we've spoken about this, guys. From far, you look at the industry, right? And for coaches and players also included, you look at it and you think, oh, this looks nice, mm-hmm. right? And then until you get inside and you realize how... Um, it's a dysfunctional system <laughs> where it could possibly break you Toxic. and take away. Yes, and take away Toxic. your passion. So now, when you get to say, "I tried it my way. I tried the passion thing. I tried loving mm. them, right? But then they just do me dirty." Mm. Now, when we talk negotiations, we talk money. <laughs> I've earned the right to one top the, dollar. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to waver on that. Do you, do you guys feel like, and I had this conversation some years ago. I can't remember what the conclusion was. That there is a sense of uh, delusion in South African football, whereas we need to create clear distinctions between the haves and the have-nots, right? Mm-hmm. And allow people to play in those spaces, right? W- without criticism. This maybe is, is, is from fans, um, but also within the teams themselves. So Swallows, realistically, given what's happening now financially, should probably be that team that's just surviving. Really, I'm not saying they should be comfortable with that. But what do you mean by the haves and the haves not? The teams who can afford to have these players, okay. the likes of your Mango, who, who goes to Paris and gets on a big contract at some points, I'm sure. And the teams who can't. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. For me, it seems like there's too much blurring of the lines. And that's where the problems arise. Some, some players, you know, check. And I'm not saying players shouldn't find places to go play. But you, for example, sees, you in, let's, let's talk about the Premier League. You know a club like Wolves, Nottingham Forest, will never sign Bruno Fernandes. Do you get me? Like yeah, when I say they have those rules and regulations. No, no, no. But, but this is the problem. This is the problem I have in South African football. Is everyone is going everywhere, right? There's certain teams that you know, no matter how much Jurgen Klopp is never gonna go coach 
uh, at uh, Port Vale. Do you get me? Okay, that's club. But then it's also, just... you must remember from a playing point of view, there's, there's things we need to take into consideration here. Daily, I want to use Daily Ali as an example, yeah. right? Um, 22 years of age, hot kicks. Could go to Real, could go anywhere. He could have been the Bellingham of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of the way he conducts himself, by 25, he's in Fenerbahce or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Mango is the same. Mango, we've seen this trajectory where it was a Madawan player, we've seen him Kosafa, we've seen him at uh, uh, lowly clubs, but he's doing the business and he's earned his way up to Pirates. Mm-hmm. Gets to Pirates, something goes wrong with the way he conducts himself mm-hmm. at Pirates, mm-hmm. and then what naturally happens is your market value drops and you start mm-hmm. to move to lower clubs. Mm-hmm. And that's where it was beginning to happen to him with Swallows. Unfortunately, he didn't stay... Uh, at the top for very long because of the way he conducted himself yeah. um, when he reached Pirates. Um, that's on him. Um, and it wasn't a performance thing. It's just how you conduct yourself, I think, behind the scenes yeah. um, at Pirates. Um, so then you understand that the move to Swallows. Was Swallows the best team he could have moved to? I don't think so. There's other teams that are maybe a bit more stable for now. I say for now like Super Sports United. But I don't know where Super Sports United will be in three years' time. Yeah. And that's a fact, yeah. financially mm. and otherwise. Yeah. Um, but he could have moved there and had a more stable time yeah. if they wanted him. Yeah. Um, the thing is, if Swallows come at you and they're like 250 or 150 a month, it's, it's hard to say no. I you think, know, not knowing that there's going to be issues. Yeah, I think for me, to, to add to that, Mabena, also the clubs must be accountable, right? Because when you look at a side like, like a Stellenbosch and a Cape Town City, um, they will look at players, they will have the conversation with you as to, okay, so how much are you looking at? And then if they think, no, 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 you're too much, they will gladly say no, decline that polite and you keep it moving. So they avoid situations where they won't be able to pay players and, and they can't afford it. Maybe so that's what that goes back to your point. Yeah, that, so. that you need... Exactly, play your role. And Sorry, Chloe, what's going on before I go back in? Like, go for it. Because no, <laughs> we come here so often, right? Mm. Amazulu did it when mm. Benny had that really great season mm. and they fired him and you're like, what is the what is the thinking? You fired him and you bought him Brandon for what? And they'll tell you, oh, wait, the point is to kick on. Mm. And sometimes I feel like that, that thinking... Back. Exactly, mm-hmm. it's what sets teams back. So you swallows, right? You start the season, you're like, okay, geez, last season we, we did relatively well to draw. They finished top eight, right? Am I mistaken? No, do they just survive? Swallows. Yeah. They had a bunch of draws and stuff, man, that first season that they came back. Oh, the first mm. season? Yeah, 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 yeah. The first season. Yeah, yeah the first season. You're thinking, okay, how do we kick on? So you go and get all these guys, see where you've profiled them perfectly, the guys who are at these clubs and for whatever reason are now looking for, for other teams. You think, okay, these guys, we're going to fix them here, put them on big wages, whatever the case is. It looks good for the profile of the team, right, to have these big stars. Then you go throw a coach like uh, Steve Compel in the mix as well, and you're like, okay, gee, Swallows are really mm. cooking. Except to the, to the whole point, you can't afford any of this that you're doing. Mm. And now we have this issue. And it's particularly upsetting because now 22 players who were champion, they, they were right. They, they weren't wrong. If you don't get paid, we don't come to work. We haven't paid you. What are you coming out to do? How are you, you getting see, to work? They are not dudes who are out of work. We're still waiting, it's, we're still it's waiting for the statement from Swallows on these 22 players. But yeah, it's, it's a hard one. It's, it's a hard one to accept. It's like, but at three months, you didn't pay these cats. Mm. What did you expect? Mm. We must come how? In what transport? Mm. Training, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To train and pretend like all is wow and kickball. And, <laughs> and then at the end of the day, Swallow sacks these players. And now you have players who are mid-season now looking for teams to go to, to to wrap up the season or potentially have to sit for six months. So they're going another six months with no check. Yeah. And uh, what I'm trying to address is the issue because that's constantly the issue um, in South African football. This is... Well, but it goes effect. back, this you know what my now. thing is? 
Uh, for me, this is unprecedented. I don't remember just. No, it doesn't you. always play out like this. Yeah, this yeah, is the way this plays. It doesn't always play out wow. like this. So I think for me, it's. I remember we spoke about this. I don't know if we spoke about it here or off air, but in terms of the owners. When now you get into the habit of of buying club status, yeah, and you think, mm. oh, okay, I'm gonna make you don't money. Earn it. Yes, mm. Mm. then that's the issue for me because mm. you you think you're going to make money and then you realize, oh shucks, we're not making money. Mm-hmm. And it was the same thing with Amazulu. They got here, they were excited. The new owners, they put the Zulu. yes, they were mm. they were excited and they brought all the big players. Great. And then later on, they're like, oh yeah, no 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 no, this is too much. And then they chase the players away. So I think for me. Um, there has to be a way with the PSL and the owners where they have to figure it out. You see, see, again, it goes back to that thing where it's like, oh, yo, we got Swallows and Amazulu out. We need them. You need Amazulu for the KZN market. Mm. You need Swallows just for that Soweto greatness. First Soweto Derby, Swallows. uh, They come before Chiefs Mm, in the Soweto Derby um, because the original Soweto Derby is Swallows Pirates. Mm. Um, You need those clubs because you need some clubs with a bit of history. So you you want them to come back and you want add this prestige mm. when they come back and new businessmen and it's investing and it'll be the swallows of old it'll be the Amazon of old that used to compete and it looks like that on face value when these guys come back because yeah. firstly they buy the status I, I've got an issue with the buying of status I've always had mm. you know it what I mean the game um, it really does then it's 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 for the first season we're all excited um, three seasons down the line the wheels are coming off. Mm. It's like at some point someone will say, Oh, we need Celtic back. Mm. Um, free state football is dead. And someone will come up with a Celtic mm. of their own making. Yeah. Um, it might not be Bloomington in Celtic, it might be Celtic FC, it might be something. Mm. You know what I mean? You change something, la la la. And then it's not the same, but it's Celtic. Mm. Um, and it's in the free state. And, and then, it's, again, it just doesn't last because they didn't come up from... You didn't take Celtic down to the next uh, lower divisions and bring it back up. Yeah. You just, you know, like, put, put that on put that on, a, on a shack, really. Yeah, and this... Mm. So, so Liverpool, for example, and I hate to keep making those examples, Liverpool have notoriously been known as a team that don't pay, right? I'm sure you're all aware of this, Arsenal right? as well. Yeah, Arsenal, to some extent, as well. Like, this far will go at the wages and no further. Mm. Mm. And that was a decision that was taken when Fenway uh, Sports Group came in. Mm. They were like, okay, by, according to our ownership model and how we plan around the club, this is how we'll do it. Yeah. When Klopp came into Liverpool, he came with that same understanding. So if we don't sell Coutinho for $160 million, Virgil van Dijk and Alison Baker probably don't happen mm. in the way that they did. Mm. And while it's, it's a frustrating model to appreciate as a fan when you watch the big spenders around you, Man City, Man United, splashing the cash every which way, you then appreciate that it's an it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a ownership model that's effective in the sustenance and sustainability of the club, right? When these guys buy clubs, all I'm thinking to myself is, is there no one who sits down and says, okay, we have 50 million. The fact that you have it is great. But for us to run this club, I mean, we have so much examples of the season. We need X amount every month. Do you get me? Yeah. If we're going to run at X amount, it means our salary cap has to be X amount. The money we can spend on a coach has to be X amount. Our money... It doesn't seem like these guys do that. It right. seems like they get to 50 right. million, they get to make a call like, DK, can I buy that team for me? They're like, yes. You're like, oh, okay. We'll see it when we... And that, that for me, is what's baffling. Right. Brian Malloy made an example, or a point recently when I spoke to him, and he was like, no, the model, the South African model, and this is what he fears is going to happen to the women's game, because he feels the Hollywood best, uh, women's league is coming up. Mm. And, but this thing, they're going to fall into the same trap where one owner owns a club, Mm-hmm. It's like me owning my own tax shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
essentially, am I rich enough to just have it as a text yeah. right off or not? And some people are eating from the club mm. or making money out of the club. You can't. Mm. Um, and that model is what's, I think, in the long run, South African football needs to move away from. Um, maybe make it a franchise, sell shares. I mean, sell shares and, and have a bunch of group, businessmen group into a club and a club where one person is not carrying the load alone. Find a way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it, make it a group. Make it a. But if it's just Tanaga on his own, if Tanaga has problems with, oh. with legal matters and blah blah blah, that blah, blah, yeah. comes in. Nobody getting <laughs> over for everybody. No, it is. So and that I, model in South African football is what's the problem. No, I agree with it, and I think also something else to to look into. I, I mean, we've spoken lengthy about uh, our scouting. Um, in the country and how clubs get the wrong players in their club. I think the other thing, back in the days, you could be 19 years old and actually play in the senior team. And now it's it's not that. We refer to 25-year-olds as as youngsters. And at 25, you're, you're, you're already old. So I think we also need to find a way to introduce the younger players into the senior team. I'm not saying exploit them. But then now when you're keeping an eye literally everywhere, you go to a cheaper United. I mean, who would have thought that um, this cheaper keeper is actually one of the good keepers mm. in the country if, we, if it had not been for AFCON? So I think we need better scouting as well because you can't just keep on rotating the same players. Even, even players with the foreigners. Going, you can't do that. Where, it's you can't come and play here just, okay, from Malawi, sure. So, and then, That's have it. you played for the national team? If you yeah. haven't, no, no, no. Mm. You're not adding mm. value. Um, so if you come in from wherever you're coming from, come in. But if you haven't played, you must set standards. Mm. Play for your national team um, if you want to come here because then you're helping uplift the quality of our football. So we need to have those checks and balances done. But the way we're currently doing the game now is the way we did it when Apartheid was there where businessmen uh, who had shops and, yeah, and the supermarket um, and some taxis then has the money to make a club. Mm. Now we need to move away from that now. We need to move broken. forward. Yeah. You know? uh, so on that very bleak note, can we talk about Bafana Bafana before we wrap it yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. We're having everyone on a good note. Please, Getting can we smile money, a bit? That's not even ours. Yo, man. The face God. is intense now. <laughs> Did you see Percy Tao? Oh. So when he was about to take that, I someone was like, no, no, us, don't do it. Someone asked us, should Percy take it? So we both at the same time were like, yes. Yes, Yo, we must. So, so I was like, don't do it. He had that face, yeah. Did you see when you were holding it? Yeah, but fool, yeah. Some of the Namibian players were tuning him and he was like, tuning them back. And he was like, don't do it, don't do it. Ah, he had that. Oh, guys, what a comeback. Can I ask you something? What's Zwane saying? Uh, I just want to ask you something. Zwane. No, no, I mean, I mean, nickname. Zwane. She, she, she. Now, yes. Now, as, as, as. You are kicking me again. Sorry, I touched you. Um, <laughs> as, as, like, in the hood. How do you say she? How do she say How about I ask how she says? Pubic hair. No. No, that. <laughs> That's my sheesh. <laughs> I really thought of putting that guy pubic hair this whole time. Like, why is he calling pubic hair? No, I, I got it. You know, if, if I'm like, He's no. He's not even from the hood, this one. I don't even know why you're yeah. not. Who is the go? I'm saying the hood. <laughs> my hood. <laughs> my sheesh. No, I'm sheesh. Mush ar. No, I'm sheesh. The way they say. So I'm sheesh again. Go, guys. I don't know. Vic. I get it. I'll tell him sheesh. Get it. Oh, yeah, what? I don't know. Growing up, she's a So you guys are all like, she's a I'm like, okay, shop. I get this nickname. I don't know if I'm a kippah. 
No, he's not. He's far from being a Barry because he's, he's, a genius. he's yes, he's brilliant. A football that's genius. That's, that's why I have an issue with that nickname. Uh, so I, it so won't do, change. Do you prefer Shika? Oh, just... Do you want Shika? Yeah, Shika. No, but change. she's a musician now. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's just. But what a game. What a player, uh, man. Oh, what a, what a player, uh, bro. I she thought of you now, but I didn't want to call you because I was concentrating. Uh-huh. I wanted to call and say, is he not dancing? Oh, boy. Is he not dancing? Boy. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was dancing up and down. I was saying, that's what you're saying. So, yeah, no, no, no. But it was Namibia. Huh? Namibia, first 10 minutes. No, no, first 10 minutes, they owned us. Yes. They, they, I was scared yes. first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, the penalty changed everything. Mm. Yeah. It did. It did. It changed the... It calmed it everything down a bit. Yeah, it, it sort of... It dented them all. Yeah, it sort But of, you know what, though? Having said that, and I don't want to, uh, you know... You take always take us left. No, no, no. <laughs> Go left. Namibia did have many half chances in that bro, game. Bro, they did. And that's, that's what was concerning. Even at 3 no, yeah. Even at like 3-0, there was they still like many moments where it's like... A better Good. pass there. Mm-hmm. A Sadio Mane. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's maybe Sadio at the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're having a different conversation. No, they could have scored. They could have scored 3-4. They just couldn't score. Well, I think mm. SA were brilliant offensively. I think defensively there was a lot to be desired. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we, we need to work on You know what's defense. funny? Mm. The last game I remember South Africa scoring four or more in Africa, and we're saying yesterday, yeah. was uh, a penny with a hat-trick 98 against oh, Namibia. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Scores a lot of goals. Against Namibia. Mm. Funny. Mm. Um, and here we are scoring four. We never score four. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> At a big tournament, we never score never. four. Um, and it's Namibia again, like, years later. But you know what I'm happy about? And and, and, and I'm sure the Kaiser Chiefs fans are not happy about it, but it is what it is. It was a Sundowns thing <laughs> No, we did. Uh, that was a Sundowns dance right there. We're talking about Morena the other day. Yes, so. Morena. Nine mm. of the players have actually played for Sundowns and Super Sport United. Mm. But yesterday, all the goals came from Sundowns uh, players, including Percy, played for uh, Sundowns. So, you know, ooh. we'll give it to him. But my melody Sundowns is carrying South African football. We Bro! Should be. <laughs> Which we is should be. Why? Should be. I don't know why people are so upset. The I best team in the in the, in the, the is, Yes, they should do I it. I even said, guys, it's okay to support Sundowns. If mm. if they if we are benefiting as a country, yeah. continentally, uh, then it's fine. It's fine. No, Because the highest scoring team was four, four two, ne? At uh, the Afghan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the goal game where there were six scored. But oh, now yes, we're, Equatorial we're, Guinea. Yeah, we're yeah. the highest scoring team without conceding. With, with, yeah. Yeah, because so we've got Ronza. Who, who knew? Hmm? Who knew? Yeah. Ronald Williams. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Did you see that video, guys, on what Twitter? Video? So when they're saying that Peter Shalile, after the game, sneaking in the Bafana Bafana change room. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. I was telling um, Mabena yesterday, I'm like, you know what? Um, a lot of people are saying that um, if Hoto, if Shalulile score against us and um, some of the other players that play in the PSL, we fire all of them, they go back home. Real <laughs> story, though. Real story. 2002 World Cup, I was selling toys on the foot. Um, I think it was Japan. Mm. Play against Italy. Um, a Japanese player had a, a contract with an Italian club. Scores against Italy. They beat Italy. Gets back to Italy after the World Cup. Contract cancelled. But guys, yo, the job is far from over. Wide open because wide open. Four three three one, right? Yeah, we second now. So, so we have to shout to this. I think four points for best. Yeah, we'll get us out. We'll get us out. So we can't lose against Tunisia. We have to draw at least at least a draw. Worst result. Yeah, it's actually. 
Yes, it's actually heating up. But yo, yeah, okay. And so, uh, you reckon Mali will beat Namibia? Yes. Um, my, 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 my issue is Mali didn't beat Tunisia. Yes. So we can't sleep on Tunisia. No, but yeah. We can't yeah. say Namibia beat Tunisia. Um, therefore, therefore, we mm. shot Namibia. And, and if you watch no. the game, Tunisia also had a couple of chances. The same so, way that we couldn't underestimate Namibia yesterday with yeah. the chances that they had, it's yeah. just that they couldn't convert. Yeah. So I think we also know that we need to be very, very wary of We could have been Tunisia. easy 2 nil down in 10 minutes yesterday. Mm. Right? Yeah, no, we could have. We could have. You know? Okay, sweet. Let's uh, head out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. That's the show. That's been That's great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Cheerio. The fun of a phoner. <laughs> live. This is the Vision View Sports Show. We are live on BBSR.live and Vision View TV with Cesar Mabena, DK Chavalala, Chloe, Chloe Grace, Grace, and Tanaka Mundwa.